Hey there, movie besties. Welcome to this week's episode of So That's That's What Happens, Happens, a podcast where we unpack the plot, the twist, and meaning of great movies while sharing our perspective in the process. We're your hosts, Tanisha and Bridget. On today's episode, we're discussing the movie Where Where the Crawdads Sing. And we have two friendly reminders (laughs) as we start the show. Uh Uh-huh. So everyone has a different perspective, even you. So, you know, this is ours and we're going to share it with y'all. Absolutely. (laughs) And two, there's no substitute for actually seeing most movies. Right. So get out there and see it yourself. (laughs) Yeah. And with that being said, let's let's unpack unpack this. this. Okay. So the movie is Where the Crawdads Sing and it came out in... 2022 of course and it right now it's currently streaming on netflix yes so you can go watch it y'all mm-hmm. go check it out but also listen to the podcast <laughs> <laughs> the genre of this movie is a drama mm-hmm. romance mystery thriller yeah kind of um, just all packed into yeah, it. <laughs> all in one. one delia owens is the author of the novel where the crowd sings so lucy alabar adapted it to screenplay yes and it was directed by olivia newman and Reese Witherspoon, she didn't direct it, but she had a lot of involvement. Oh. It was in her book club. Okay. And she's had quite a few movies from her book club that turned into shows. Oh, wow. Or, you know, or yeah. not movies from her book, books from her club. Right. That ended up being shows or movies. Okay, so yeah. we wanted to give her some recognition as well. Hey, okay, Reese, go ahead, girl. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so we got Daisy. So some actors are Daisy Edgar Jones. Um, she plays um, Kaya, the character Kaya in the movie and she's like kind of like this secluded but kind natured very strong confident type of Mm -hmm. um woman you may know her from under the banner of heaven Mm -hmm. um fresh that movie was crazy (laughs) and i think both of those are streaming on hulu Mm -hmm. yep it also has taylor john smith (laughs) which is just quite the american name (laughs) and um he plays tate who's just this positive nature loving yes, just good is. guy just sweet yeah and you may know him from sharp objects which is wow because i watched sharp objects but i didn't even realize that that, that was tate him. yeah yeah okay and then it's also played um by harry harris i'm sorry dickinson and that's bad boy chase in the movie is his name's chase and he's like his whole vibe is just aggressive. I'll just say aggressive. That's just yeah. one word I'm going to use. We'll keep it at that. Yeah. <laughs> right. You can see him in The Kingsman, um, Maleficent, and see how they run. Yes. hmm And then we have David Stratham. Or, I'm sorry, David Stratharn. I think, Hopefully yeah. I'm saying your name right, David. <laughs> right. You did a great job. You played, he was played by, uh, he played the character, Tom <laughs> Milton, mm-hmm. who's just this intelligent, level-headed, retired yeah. lawyer. Yeah who's living in this small town, but right. has a big town brain. Right. <laughs> okay. And you might know him from Lincoln. Okay. Godzilla. And he was in the Bourne movies. Oh, all the, okay. All yes. Right. I can oh, picture wow. him. Cause I watched all the Bourne identities and now I got to go back and see. Yes. That's what's up. <laughs> so let's talk about how we felt about the movie overall. What's our rating out of 10? What would you say? Tanisha? I would say, I, I would say a nine. Um, a good one. Yeah, I mean, it really was a good movie. I think it's because it just poked at all of my emotions, I guess, or just it just really piqued um, a lot of things. It piqued the the suspense side, and, and then the romance, and you know, just the whole storyline. It's, it's just a great it was story. it was yeah, it was just really good. I love the visuals. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Yeah, it was dope. I'm going to go ahead and give it an 8.5. All right. Out of 10. Um, because I came into this movie with really medium expectations. <laughs> but then I was blown away by how much I truly enjoyed this film. Yeah. Okay. Everything about this movie from aesthetics and sounds and details to the story. Mm-hmm. It just really exceeded my expectations mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and the love story between these two characters it's one of those that's just believable and natural and palpable yeah it is um right Ooh, that's it a just good way flows of saying it. seamlessly yeah it does it's not it does. rushed and it's just the type of movie you should give all of your senses to yeah and then the character like especially kaya she really really made me mm-hmm. believe the character she was playing like it was just she did a really good job absolutely so let's get into what happens and where the crawdads sing. Hey, okay. <laughs> so the movie starts by poetically explaining that a marsh is not a swamp. Okay? Mm-hmm. And while this very CGI bird flies through the marsh, <laughs> showing, you know, showing the landscape, mm-hmm. and then it cuts to these young boys riding their bikes in the marsh, and they stumble upon a dead body. Mm. And then we hear the the narration from our main character, Kaya, saying, mm-hmm. the swamp knows all about death. So then a couple of local cops come and they investigate the scene, noting that his body was found at the bottom of a watchtower. And as they walk up um, the multitude of steps, because there's a whole bunch of steps. I mean, there was the, a lot of yeah, steps. Yeah, the watchtower was high. Mm-hmm. Um, to get to the top, they noticed that there were no footprints, no signs of struggle, like nothing. Not even nothing. Uh, the victim's blood. Uh, but they do see one of the metal plates from the top of the watchtower. It's completely out of place. Like, and it left a huge gap, you know, where, you know, someone could fall through, especially because now we know there's a body right at the, at mm-hmm. the, at the bottom of the watchtower. So somebody felt fall had fell through it. Um, so then the scene cuts to the coroners, um, uh, where they're examining the x-rays and stuff. And it shows that Chase had hit the back of his head. And so that was just like, okay, the cops was like, at this point, you know, they believe that he was most likely pushed. Mm -hmm. So the setting takes place in like a, in a small, it kind of switches scenes and it takes place in a small, like North Carolina town in the 1960s. That's Mm -hmm. the setting. And the news breaks out. um, Of course, you know, it becomes the talk of the town that Mm -hmm. there was a dead body found and that it was Chase Andrews. So, yep. So we find out it was Chase body that was found. So, of course, the whole town is all talking about it. Mm-hmm. So that evening at a local diner, you overhear people gossiping and stuff about Chase and that he was dead and who done it and all that stuff. Yeah. And they're they're saying <laughs> they're I love doing their voices and their impressions. So <laughs> they're it. like, oh, what do you make of the Chase Andrews case? You know, and he's like, oh. You know, I can't think of anybody who want to do it. Well, he's a good man and beautiful family. And <laughs> right. It's like, they all oh, just talk how Chase was, Tomcat, rutting around. <laughs> <laughs> but then Tom Milton, mm-hmm. he comes in and he takes a seat and he's quickly asked, you know, you know, what do you make of the Chase Andrews case, Tom? And he's like, oh, I'm retired. That's none of my business. But he continues <laughs> kind of to listen in while... The server starts speculating, well, it could be the Marsh Girl. You know her and Chase, they had something going on in that marsh. <laughs> Chase Andrews and the Marsh Girl? Mm-hmm. Well, if that ain't asking for trouble. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly how they say it. It is. It then cuts to a scene of the marsh where cops are now investigating 
this small like home in the middle of what seems like nowhere yeah <laughs> and they knock and they walk in and they look around at the oddities of the marsh girl's house so that's what that mm-hmm. was like the the place that they were investigating is the marsh girl house kaya's house so they see shells feathers and drawings and of nature and books and stuff on display and then the cops gonna sit up here they're gonna talk about she either a scientist or a witch like mm-hmm. really what's with all these things yeah just because she got some daggone feathers <laughs> and some birds and nature like what anyway (laughs) they see like a red hat that matches the red fibers they believe are the same fibers found that were found on chase Mm -hmm. so they take that hat from inside her house all the while not knowing she just hiding behind a nearby tree watching watching them like watching them all Mm -hmm. in her crib and taking pictures and stuff you know so she's hiding looking at them Mm -hmm. then it cuts to the cops riding around on their boats and uh through Mm -hmm. the marsh they're kind of looking for kaya like well we know she's around here somewhere Mm -hmm. Um, and so they see her. Oh, there she is. And they start, you know, they start giving chase and she gives them a nice little chase. Mm-hmm. You know, she runs through the marsh where yeah. she boats. She jumps through the water, starts swimming <laughs> and they eventually do catch her and drag her into the boat yep. and then drive her to town where there's already a crowd of townspeople lined up <laughs> to berate her as she's couldn't... entering the jail. Right. We know you did it. You killed Chase Marsh. Oh my! Just, just knowing, without a doubt, exactly that she's the killer. <laughs> just, Y'all just can't so see confident. How hard in I'm it. rolling my eyes. Okay, right. right. <laughs> Huge eye roll. The next day, she's visited in her cell by Tom Milton, the same guy um, who was in the diner, mm-hmm. um, overhearing all the gossip. And Tom Milton is her lawyer. Like he mm-hmm. he comes out of retirement to be her lawyer. Very and, nice of him. Yes, that was real cool. And so he greets her, you know, very kindly and slowly to kind of show that he's a good guy. And he asks her a few questions about whether she understands she's on trial for murder or anything, you know, like. And his questions are all greeted like with silence. Like <laughs> she yeah. just kind of like, I ain't talking. I don't know who you are. Really, mm-hmm. I, I don't really trust everybody. I ain't talking. So he tells her that, you know, look, I can't help you if you don't talk to me. And she's still silent. So then he proceeds to leave. But before doing so, he leaves a book um, about shells. Like he leave, like gives her a book about shells and stuff. And he tells her, um, you know, to just take some days, you know, to kind of process the whole thing. And then, you know, they can get started on working on the case, I guess. Mm-hmm. She looks up because he handed her that book. And she says to him, people forget about the creatures that live in the shells. Mm-hmm. And then she starts speaking and it kind of cuts back to the 1950s when she was a young girl around maybe seven mm-hmm. and it's just this beautiful scene of her as just, just precious little girl yeah she's in the marsh with her family her siblings they're all scattered around the home doing various things mm-hmm. she's grabbing a feather from the water some of them are chasing chickens around you know <laughs> Aww, and then she was, gets out yeah it's it a was really such cute a, scene. yeah yeah. She goes and puts it on a canvas near her mom who's painting. Mm-hmm. And it's just a really beautiful montage mm-hmm. of her life. Yeah. We see her admiring her mother. Yeah. It shows later that night her mother's painting her toenails. And right. Just, it just it's, it seem, seems like a great family. Like yep. everything's perfect. Yes. Yeah. And then it shows another day where she's laughing with her siblings mm-hmm. and they are rocking together on their family boat. Mm-hmm. And the setting is still, like, back in time when Kai and her siblings are younger and stuff. Um, so then, you know, while they're out playing and all that, a younger boy named Tate, he rows his boat up toward the marsh. Mm-hmm. And he starts asking Kaya's brother, Jody, to go fishing. And Kai and her older sisters are playing around nearby on the boat laughing and having fun. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. They was, they was having fun. Okay. And then suddenly the daggone door opens up violently mm-hmm. and the dad comes out the house, like yelling and cursing the and just whole vibe the, switched. Right. It just like, you went from like this seemingly perfect family, perfect vibe and all that stuff. And then it's just like, what, like what happened? Like it went from zero to a hundred real quick. <laughs> um, so he starts telling them to get off the boat and all that stuff and just yelling at him. And the older sisters, they run off in time and all that stuff, but he catches up to Kaya and then he slaps her in her face. Yes. And he hits her hard enough where she falls into the water. So then he then grabs her out by her hair and starts dragging her toward the house. Um, but then, you know, little guy Tate, he shows up and he pushes the father to the ground. Like, Hey, stop. Like you hurting her. Um, so Kaya pushes Tate back Mm -hmm. and she started kind of taking her for her pops. (laughs) Right. (laughs) She takes, she takes her for her pops. And so then Tate looks at her confused and he just kind of backs off. Um, and then the mom, she comes to intervene and the dad punches her in her face. Y'all like, dang, like really you had to do it like that. Um, so it cuts to later on that night where there's just like crashing and clanging and screaming and stuff. And the dad is literally beating Kaya's mom and it's just, see it, but we hear it. Yes. And I actually didn't hear nothing because I, once I heard that first little small scream, I, I I literally plugged up my ears and I started humming because I don't like hearing Mm -hmm. stuff like that. We should probably just let you know, trigger warning for this movie. (laughs) There are some scenes that are uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely definitely um and that was one of them (laughs) so he's he's beating her up and kaya you know and i'm sure all her other siblings and stuff hurt her too but she's just in the room just and i think wasn't it like right next door to her room yeah it's not a it's not a big house yeah it's easier to refer to it as kind of a shack exactly oh okay right and yeah so i'm sure everyone could hear it yeah and so you know she just laying in the bed crying and i mean i guess they feel like there's nothing they could do yeah yeah so then the next morning, um, we can hear the door open and close. So Kaya, she gets up and she tiptoes past her drunken, passed out father in the mm-hmm. kitchen. And she watches her mom walking away with a suitcase. Mm. And her mom is just in a trance. Yeah, She didn't respond to a single sound. Yes. Even the ones that Kaya was making, you know, she you, was just saying, Ma, yeah. Ma. You could and tell she was very traumatized she from was what out happened. Like the fact that my husband would beat me like that. It's just. And you could see all the bruises and stuff yes. on her face. Yes. Yeah. So then she just sat out on her porch waiting for her. But mm-hmm. then she narrates, Ma never came back. Mm. And then as time went on, one by one, her siblings, Murphy, Mandy, and Missy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all the m's <laughs> they left in the same manner but running rather than walking they was yeah. ready to get up out of there yep. um until it was finally like jody he was the last one her brother jody they were talking and you know kyle was upset and he you know said, that he was leaving but he was like i can't live here no longer like <laughs> i have to go i can't live here right no longer. He, right yep and he's saying that you know with the with his mouth all yeah. busted up he got a black eye and everything blood on his brow and all that and so he told her if she's ever in trouble to run way out of yonder like go where the crawdads sing mm-hmm. and i like when movies like do that yeah. where, they, where they put the titles exactly. in there like- <laughs> i do too <laughs> so now at this point kaya's along with her dad it's just mm-hmm. her her and her dad and a short time later um She's on the boat wandering around the marsh mm-hmm. like she used to with her siblings. And then she realizes that she's lost. You know, mm-hmm. she says, I've been on the mount, uh, on the marsh plenty of times, mm-hmm. but never alone. Mm-hmm. 
So then she starts to realize that she's lost. <laughs> and in that part, she kind of curses her brother, Jody. Mm-hmm. And she's just like, damn you for leaving me here. <laughs> damn you, Jody. <laughs> you're just like, oh, you got this little yeah. girl in her boat lost out yeah. there. But she eventually wanders near that young man from earlier. Mm-hmm. And he was fishing. The one that wanted to go fishing with her brother. Right. And Which is he tight. asked her, you know, do you need help? Mm-hmm. And she says, no. Um, but then she continues to look around lost. And he's like, well, you're Jody's sister, aren't you? Mm-hmm. She's used to be. <laughs> she, she's sour she's just about it. Yeah. yeah. He says, okay. But he he looks at her again and she's still looking around and he's like, it's okay. Yeah. I get lost here all the time. <laughs> and then he shows her how to get back and they reach her house. He says, I'm Tate, by the way. <laughs> In case you see me again, just waving at her. It was cute. It was cute. And then, and so then she just can- nods at him and says, Tate, mm-hmm. something about that boy that eases the tightness in my chest. Oh, <laughs> that was his vibe, though. Mm-hmm. Um, so then it cuts to a scene where Kaya's with her father, and she musters up the courage to tell her dad that she's hungry. Like Phoebe, exactly. he takes her to Jumpin's convenience store, which is a convenience store that will be frequently visited throughout yes. the movie. Um, it's called Jumpin's convenience store, where she's introduced, or where we're introduced to two black characters, Jumpin and Mabel. They're the owners of the store. The dad leaves a couple of dollars on the counter to buy some biscuits while Kaya stands behind him kind of shyly, you know, um, just kind of looking at him and whatnot. Yeah. And Mabel kind of notices how shy she is. And mm-hmm. she, she speaks to Kaya kindly and she's asking her a math question. She's, mm-hmm. Okay. So your dad left $2 and his bill is one fifty. you know, because at this point the dad walked back out to get the gas mm-hmm. put in his boat. Mm-hmm. Um, how much is left? And then Kaya kind of looks around. She doesn't know. Mm-hmm. And when she's unable to answer, Maybell's like, don't worry about that. You know, and then she she asks her, did you know that the school, it prints their lunch menu in the paper? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Look at your accent. Right? So I'm going to let it come in and out. <laughs> um, and then she, she opens up the paper. She starts reading to Kaya how, ooh, and Salisbury steak. You know, and it kind of catches her attention. It's like, ooh. You know, guy right. is hungry, clearly. Right. You know, but then she looks down at her feet. They don't have any shoes on. Dang. And Mabel's like, don't worry about that. Plenty of kids go to school without shoes on. She, but you will need a dress. <laughs> She's, just get one from your mom's closet. It's okay. So she hands Kaya the bag. And Kaya notices that in the bag, she put a, a little piece of candy, a sucker in oh, there for yep. her. She, really saw, she saw her eyeing it earlier. She was like, let me go ahead and hook yeah, her up with the sucker. It was kind. <laughs> So then we cut to a scene where Kaya is walking into town to go to school and she has on a dress, a t-shirt, no shoes. You know, she just kind of look homely, you know, yeah, she does. Um, she's visibly nervous and uncomfortable with all the stares and talk and stuff. Everybody yeah. looking at her and talking crazy. Um, so she starts to rethink her decision and she goes to turn around. But then she's met by a younger Tom mm-hmm. Milton. The one okay. The now lawyer. retired lawyer. Yep. Um, that is defending her. And so he says, hey there, young lady, you know, I think you may be lost. And he was like, isn't the school that way? And when a couple of young girls walk past her, they start snickering and pointing at her and whatnot. And so he was like, you've got just as much a right to be there as anybody else. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> exactly. And, and then- so we, we, we figure out why Tom, like, he's introduced, like, we see, like, oh, wow, he knew her 
Yes. When she was younger, he saw, he, he knew about the marsh girl. He ran into her. He had. He even defended her and exactly. tried to help her along her way. Right. So it mm-hmm. makes sense as to why he became her lawyer. He was like, let me come up out of retirement and help this girl because yeah. I remember her from way back. You yeah. feel me? <laughs> <laughs> and so at school, she's treated very poorly just mm-hmm. immediately. She's being patronized by the teacher. She's asking her, okay, you know. Do you know how to spell dog? Wow. And then, you yeah, know, she, she spells was, it G-O-D. Yeah. Which, as an educator, I can tell you right now that she, there's still sense in that and the way she did it. Exactly. But I'm not going to get into okay, it. Okay, okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> right, teacher. And then she's all, she's laughed at by the students and, you know, kind of made fun of for that. And then the teacher's like, well, we could all use a little help. Just go ahead and take a seat. So Kaya, she's walking past everybody to sit back down in the back Kids are snickering. They're literally making fun of her and talking about, oh, look at her shoes. Look at her feet. Yeah. What's that stink in the room? Just like saying stuff. And the teacher ain't doing nothing about it. (laughs) And then she, the teacher even says like, kids just focus. It's only two hours to lunch anyways. Mm -mm. So she clearly knows that Kaya's there because she needs to eat and she still doesn't have very much empathy for Mm -hmm, her. Right. But it just really quickly becomes too much for little Kaya to handle all of that. And so she just kind of runs out upset. She runs out of the room and out of the entire school and says, that was the last and only day I spent in school. Figured out better learning from the marsh. Yep. Yep. That's right. She was like, yep, the marsh, uh, the marsh going to teach me. So, (laughs) so not longer after that, her dad gives his old um, army bag, um to Kaya and he was saying like you know this could be used you know for your feathers and all your stuff and it's kind of it was kind of sad it was like his pitiful way his attempt at connecting with Kaya or trying to show her some type of love or whatever but she took it and was like thank you but she ran off and he was like oh he wanted to stick his you know Mm -hmm. still keep talking and stuff yeah but suddenly some mail arrived that's why she ran off oh right that's why she ran off yep because the mail arrived she went to go get it and she was screaming with excitement and stuff. She's like, it's from Ma. It's from Ma. Dad, it's from Ma. Mm-hmm. And her dad just snatches it from her. He opens it up. He reads it. And he just quickly becomes upset. Mm-hmm. He goes over to the, where the trash is outside. Mm-hmm. And he starts to light it. And Kyle's like, what's it say? When's she coming home? Right. And, you know, and he lights it on fire. And Kaya's like screaming and, you know, hitting him like, no, no, Ma, no. Mm-hmm. He throws the burning remains of the letter in the trash and then he, you know, kind of grabs her up, you know, and he's like, she ain't ever coming back. Mm-hmm. And then Kaya's like crying and <laughs> ain't isn't even a word. <laughs> right. But you could see like that's the last she had of her mother. Yep. Burnt her, it. Yep. She even goes and she takes the ashes and puts them in this little jar. Oh, she showed up. Yeah. Forgot about that. Yep. And so then Kaya, so she wakes up in the night to see that her dad just tore up the whole house. He starts like burning the mother's like belongings, her paintings, her clothes and all that stuff. And, you know, Kaya, like she's just crying silently and she wakes up the next morning narrating that he left after that. Like she was talking about how her pops left and it wasn't like the pain when her mama left, Mm -hmm. but she was now completely alone and the silence was just like so much. It was deafening. It was Mm -hmm. just too much for her, you know. Imagine that you got this child who's maybe exactly. seven years old. Yeah, she was yeah like seven, eight, and and she's, she's all alone. alone. Like she got to teach <laughs> herself how to. Other, yeah, she got to provide for herself at eight mm-hmm. exactly. <laughs> or seven or whatever. Like that's crazy. So she narrates about how she had to focus on survival. Mm-hmm. So once she runs out of the food and um, candles and stuff that she needs, 
she basically she finds this knife and she starts to dig for muscles with it mm-hmm. and she fills this burlap sack with all these muscles and she takes it over to Jumpin's convenience mm-hmm. store. Yep, Jumpin. And that's where she cuts a deal with Jumpin to, you know, give him bags a few mm-hmm. times a week full of muscles in exchange for fuel and right. 50 cents. Right. Yep. I just love how she's that young and she already hustling. Like she already on that mindset. She that had thought to of do like, it for survival. Yeah, I got to take care of myself. That's mm-hmm. why I love this character because she played it so well when she gets older and stuff. We'll talk about Absolutely. that later. Absolutely. But yeah, so it cuts back to present day 1970s and they're in the court, in the courtroom for the whole Chase Andrews case. And the opening statements are happening and it's clear that most people are not on Kaya's side, of course, you know what I mean? So when Tom, her lawyer, he makes his statement, he goes on to say that they need to make sure they focus on the facts. Facts. Okay. Rather than want to accuse this outsider. Um, And although she lives five minutes from the courtroom, she is an outsider. And y'all don't know this girl. So Mm -hmm. y'all need to look at facts and not just be going off of y'all own feelings and drama and whatnot. Five miles from the courtroom. What did I say? Five minutes. Oh, five minutes? Oh, (laughs) my bad. Five miles. Yeah. (laughs) So then it goes back to uh, the earlier 1960s mm-hmm. and we're looking at teenage Kaya now Yep, and she's wandering through the marsh. She has her bucket with her and she runs into Tate or she sees him from afar mm-hmm. and they kind of see each other, but then she runs away. Yeah. <laughs> sheeplessly. Um, sheeplessly. Really? Ye- sheeplessly. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And then, you know, kind of hides behind a tree. Like yeah. she's not used to interacting with people. So. Right. That's it. Cause the, the, that's what I wanted to make clear. It's not like she's like this weird feral girl. Like she's just not trusting of people. Mm-hmm. So the next day she goes back um, to that same area and a feather has been left on a tree stump yeah. and it's sticking straight up. Mm-hmm. Like you could tell somebody placed it there. Um, and so happily she takes the feather and next to it are some seeds and some various like vegetables and stuff along with spark plugs and a note that she puts in her pocket. I mean, she just kind of looks at it, but she you could tell like, oh, she ain't really read it. She just mm-hmm. picked it up, put it in her pocket. So this adorable routine just continues a couple of mm-hmm. times right. with them exchanging feathers at the stump along with some goods until one day Kaya comes up while he is there. Yeah. And she stands near a tree kind of while takes nervously. there yeah. yeah and he kind of slowly comes to her smiling <laughs> and he's all welcoming and kind and he hands her the feather um and she kind of like snatches it away like okay like you know <laughs> i don't know you but thank you um but she you know she kind of keeps him at a distance and whatnot and she then hands him a feather and he smiles as he takes it and he names the bird where that feather came from. Mm-hmm. So that impressed her. Like, exactly. <laughs> she says, how do you know birds? And, <laughs> and he lets her know like, oh, my mom liked birds. And, you know, she tells him that she can't read his letter. And he's like, oh, he just explains. Oh, it just <laughs> said that, you know, I noticed you when I was fishing every now and again. Mm-hmm. And I just wanted to, you know, save you a trip to town. Right. Right. And I think, do you think at this point they both realized that they were people that they knew from their past? Like, oh, yeah. you know what I'm saying? He knew like, who she yeah, was. Yeah. She knew. Okay. I don't know if she knew, but yeah. I knew for sure that he was like, oh, it's the Marsh girl. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Jody's little sister. <laughs> right. So then, you know, after he uh, gives her that stuff, she says, you know, all right. Like, you know, thank you. Like, okay, this transaction's over. (laughs) Yeah. Um, She kind of turns away. Yeah. And he stops and says like, he kind of like turns back around. and is like, I can teach you to read 
And she's like, okay, bet. Like she mm-hmm. smiles and she agrees and she's like, wow, like really? <laughs> you know, yep. somebody would take the time out to do that for me. Like that's exactly. <laughs> it's very sweet. So right. then cue just this adorable montage where he starts teaching her her letters, mm-hmm. letters of the alphabet. And he's like, well, if I'm teaching to read, I might as well teach you to write as well. And then we're kind of just watching as they just adorably are figuring it out together. Mm-hmm. He's helping her spell, you know, mm-hmm. and then <laughs> she's don't help me. Don't help me. You know, it's, <laughs> it's so cute. He's like, it's fine. I got all day. Right. And yes. then when she finally reads a full sentence out of a book, he just loses it. Yeah. It's so He's precious. so excited for Uh, And she's because of that. He's like, you know, now there'll never be a time in life where you can't read. Mm-hmm. Right. And he's, you know, he's proud of his work. Right. And, you know, Kaya's smiling and happy that she did it. And she's like, I didn't know words could hold that much. Mm-hmm. To which Tate says, not all words hold that much because it's just a special moment. It is. I love how excited he was for her. And that, that was such a true statement. Like that's, that's legit true. Like she yeah. would never not know how to, read. how to read anymore. Like she, she's going to know now. Like that was so awesome. So then she offers uh, for them to start reading at her house. Okay. <laughs> she invites him in. Okay. Uh, so then it cuts to a scene where Tate, you know, he comes to her house. You see that, he comes to her house often with like loads of books and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And so Kaya, she narrates that, you know, they read the entire library a few times a week and they learn about animals and biology and how cells work and all that stuff. And Kaya admits that she couldn't find a reason in any of the books on why a mother would leave their young the way her mother did. Mm-hmm. So we know that's still on her heart. Yeah. But then one day Tate brings her the Bible. Okay. And on the front the page, word, the word, <laughs> On the front page mm-hmm. are the names of her parents, yep. followed by all of her siblings. And she reads them off one by one. She's all excited. Yep. And she's talking about how how she forgot how much she missed them. Yeah. And how she feels them not there. Right. I feel them not there right now. Yeah. Especially if you know you're reading their names for the first yeah. time. And, and, and years. It's like, dang. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so she starts to get a little emotional and she says... You know, sometimes I feel like I'm completely invisible Mm -hmm. and I don't even know if I'm really here at all. To which Tate responds, you are, you are here. Yeah. (laughs) Very sweet. Yes. It then cuts to Tate's father um, having a conversation with him, Mm -hmm. with Tate on their boat. Um, He hears all the gossip in town about how he's hearing about, you know, Tate spending time with Kaya. Um, in the marsh and he's like you know is, is there something going on you know and so Tate kind of gets defensive because yep. at this point you know he wants to like in a sense kind of protect her and like stick up for her mm-hmm. so he kind of get a little defensive um and he tells his father that he's friends with her and you know she's alone and she can't come into town because everybody's so mean to her um but then the dad you know he's fine with it he, he wasn't like he's not against him hanging out with the marsh girl but he reminds her him you know that he cares for him and that he just wanted him to be careful and not slip yep. up because Tate got a lot going on in his life too, where anything can change. Yeah, exactly. exactly. They're still teenagers. Mind you. Right. My, <laughs> yeah. At this point. Yeah. So his dad is kind of like his dad in a way is giving him that talk. Like, yeah. listen, you're going to catch feelings. Right. And you got it. Don't slip up. Exactly. Cause yeah. Teenagers. So you mean like 18, they were like, they were like 18, Probably 17, 18, yeah, 17, 18. Yeah. yeah. I would say that. Yeah. 
So then we cut to a scene where a random person is taking pictures outside of Kaya's home. And then he comes into Jumpin's convenience mm-hmm. store to ask about her. Mm-hmm. And he, he's, you know, lets them know, you know, there's a good group home where she can go. You know, it's not appropriate for mm-hmm. a girl to be living alone out there, don't you think? <laughs> and Jumpin just kind of beats around the bush, does the little shucking job he has to do. Yeah. Giving him vague answers. And then the guy kind of demeans him at the end saying... You don't have any reason to lie to me, do you, boy? Uh, uh, uh. I know. Don't be calling me no daggone. Man. <laughs> well, we ain't about boy. to get started. Yeah, we not. We um, Because we can we get not. started. Right. <laughs> but of course, like, um, hopefully it's understood that Jumpin' and Mabel, they had her back. Yes. They, they Jumpin' and Mabel been having her back since they first met her when she went in there with her dad. So she kind of know at least those two I can trust. Like those two I know, you know, got my back. So then we're at a scene where Tate is coming to our house with his backpack mm-hmm. and books and stuff for another reading session. Um, but Kaya escorts him away in a hurry. And she's hoping not to be found by like this the social worker person or whoever has that loser yeah. from earlier. We'll call him that. <laughs> right. So Tate responds that it may not be so bad, you know, that they take her under their wing mm. and she rebuttals and she's like, she would never leave the marsh to live with a bunch of daggone strangers. Nope. Okay. She didn't say daggone, but <laughs> y'all added the daggone. <laughs> <laughs> and so Tay says that, you know, she can't live in the marsh forever. And Kaya turns around and she snaps. She was like, watch me. And I was like, hey, okay. yes, Kaya, that's my type of chick. <laughs> But Tate backs down. He understands. He was like, all right, like, I ain't okay. going, you know, he ain't yeah, going to press it. Right. Yep. <laughs> so then they find a place in the marsh to settle and do their reading. Um, but Kaya, you know, she kind of asks Tate. She tells him, I appreciate what you're doing. And it's very nice mm-hmm. to help me. But don't you have a girlfriend? And he's like, well, he has, but he doesn't have one now. And Kaya's, okay. So then she asks about his mother. Mm-hmm. You know, because she's like, I've seen your dad, you and your dad on the boat before, and you look so happy, but you never talk about your mom. Mm-hmm. And Tate kind of gets a little silent. She's like, you ain't got to say nothing. But <laughs> <laughs> he does. He reveals to her that his mother and his sister died in a car crash mm-hmm. when she was young. So Tate is just kind of convinced that it was to go buy a bike for his birthday. Yeah. And he can't even remember the name of the bike. Yeah. And he so almost, he felt like it was his fault. Yeah. He almost he almost gets emotional and starts crying. But mm-hmm. Kaya lets him know, like, you know, it wasn't your fault. And, you know, they're doing that little thing where they're getting closer and closer <laughs> to each other. Like, doing that little dance. Like, are we? Are we not going to kiss? <laughs> right. Um, but then the wind kicks up. And then a bunch of leaves, they kind of start going around yeah. in a circle it was definitely know. like just like a romantic scene yeah. like <laughs> it was romantically cheesy but it yes. was beautiful it, right yes. okay leave people alone for wanting romance and leaves okay ain't no wrong with that <laughs> and so as that's going on you know with the leaves and all that mm-hmm. stuff they embrace and begin kissing and so mm-hmm. once they stop kaya smiles and asks and she's like am i your girlfriend now <laughs> I can't do it without she sounding. Says it. Am I your girlfriend now? Yeah. It's so sweet. <laughs> to which Tate smiles and he he's like, do you want to be? And Kaya responds. She was like, I know feathers. I bet the other girls don't know feathers. I was like, okay, Kaya with that game. <laughs> okay, I see you. So 
so then we get another little montage of the two young lovers mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. They're hanging out together at her place. They're kissing. Mm-hmm. They're being affectionate. Right. They're swimming. <laughs> and it's just, it's so cute. Like, oh, it. I love these these couple of scenes where yeah. they're together. Right. It's um, just so, and then their love just, it was very, or I guess, not love at this point but you know they really really like they're very in like with each other mm-hmm. and you can just tell the the sweetness and like kind of innocentness of yeah. their relationship too like but you can also kind of see the heat yeah you building can up see- between two teenagers <laughs> who have libidos right. teenagers. <laughs> exactly so it was very much that so tate surprises kaya by taking her to an area that they haven't been to before. And he shows her like a picnic setup, and, mm-hmm. you know, he like got a birthday cake and stuff. And Kaya's reaction is just priceless. And so yes. the thought occurs to you, like as you're watching the movie that, Oh my God, it is true. This is the first time. Like, yeah. Like she her didn't even know her life. birthday. Yeah. And so, you know, she was happy to receive a she birthday was... cake. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, and it was so cute because when he went to go cut it, she was like, don't cut my name, which yes. is that's something we still do now, like to this day. Like people... I have never cared about that. <laughs> <laughs> I do too. Like, like I cared about it. Like, don't be cutting my name. Everybody be saying, mm-hmm. don't be cutting my name out. But it's so sweet because Tate says, yes, ma'am. Yep, oh. he does. <laughs> He's just so sweet with her. Like, he knows how to be with her. He's so patient with her and... Just, just, he just shows her the right amount of just like love. Yeah. Yeah. And closeness and stuff where she's not uncomfortable. She's actually very comfortable with him. Mm -hmm. Um, So anyway, um, she asks Tate how he knows it's her birthday and he replies and he's like, I saw it in that Bible we were reading and Mm -hmm. you know, the front pages of the Bible where all the siblings and her parents and all that stuff. And he was like, you didn't know it was your birthday. And Kaya was like, she did it. Like, I, I, I didn't know it was my birthday. She didn't have a calendar. Yeah, yep. So they cut to, um, they cut the cake and they began eating and stuff. And then this noise. Yeah, this noise erupts and a flock of like snow geese. I didn't even know that's what they were called, B. Mm-hmm. Okay, so a flock of snow geese, they come from the sky and they land in the water. And it was a whole bunch of them, y'all. It was beautiful. It was. And it was like the sun was like shining in on the on the lake or whatever, the water. Mm-hmm. And they, the younger couple, Tate and Kaya, they just watch in awe and, you know, they begin, you know, to embrace and make out again. Uh-huh. <laughs> it was a beautiful moment. It was you another, know, we got all these. It was another movies. beautiful, cheesy scene. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but then the making out or the kissing, mm-hmm. embracing, if you will, it becomes a little bit more heated. Yeah. To the point where they are very close to actually making love. Yeah. But Tate stops it. Um, you know, I mean, they already got the clothes off, but yeah. Tate, yeah, <laughs> he practices restraint, gentlemen, yeah. and okay. he stops it, <laughs> letting her know, you know, she's like, I want to, and he said, I, you know, I want you more than anything, yeah, you know, it's too dangerous, and I don't want to damage you, yeah, like it, it'll be worse because she was you. a virgin, right? So it was like, I mean, not even just that, but oh, what well, if yeah. he slips up for real, oh, and leaves yeah. her out that way in the marsh. You know, that's true. But he's he's like, you understand. And, you know, he lets her know, like, I care about you, but we just can't do this. Yeah, let's just let's chill out. Mm-hmm. Let's kind of. <laughs> and it doesn't really take away from the beauty of it. It doesn't. It actually, to me, makes it even better. Like, yeah. hey, OK, hey, like, let's wait. Yeah, like, let's let's kind of see where this goes. We then learned that Tate has been accepted to college. Yay. <laughs> um, 
and he runs to his dad's boat and he's like celebrating with him and cheering like I got in I got in or whatever and so later later on with him and Kaya you know they're hanging out and she notices that he's being a little bit more quiet and kind of subdued or whatever and she questions it and she and she's kind of like wondering like what's going on so he reminds her that you know I got college coming up and it's right around the corner and he gets a job at a science lab so he'll be gone you know by next week like he ain't gonna be here you know too much longer mm-hmm. and Kaya's like mm, stay here right <laughs> right and he's like and do what he's like, I don't want to be a shrimper like my dad and go Not a shrimp. I want to be something mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you could be something too right and so she was like well what do you want me to be exactly <laughs> And, you know, and she gets upset. She runs off after telling him that. And she was like, you're never coming back. Like, she was just like, forget, I don't care nothing about yeah, what you talk about. You ain't coming back. And Tate's all like, <laughs> can't run away from every whip snitch. Whip stitch. <laughs> That's what he said. He did. Here, uh, let me try it. You can't run away from every whip stitch. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That was terrible. I'm you, taking that out, too. You got to keep practicing. <laughs> nope. Yeah. Keep it in there. Okay. We're going to keep it in <laughs> okay <laughs> so in the next scene Tate shows up at her house at night and they look longing longingly at <laughs> now mind you this is a script Bridget wrote so <laughs> excuse me for knowing words okay <laughs> longingly <laughs> at each other and she's like just stay you know one more night just one more night one more night they yep. both agree to it yeah yeah and they just spent the night just cuddling and just being with each other you know so the next morning Tate and Kaya are hugging. They're mm-hmm. saying their goodbyes at the dock. And Tate gives her this piece of paper. Mm-hmm. She opens it up and asks what it is. And he says, it's a list of publishers in that you should send your stuff out. Yeah. You have enough stuff and it's good. Yeah. You have she enough to paid. make multiple books. Right. Yep. So she, like, Kaya reiterates that she thinks, you know, he'd never come back. Like, okay, thank you for this list mm-hmm. and all that stuff. But you ain't never coming back. <laughs> yeah, that feels final to her. Yeah, and I feel like she kept saying that, too, to kind of, like, make herself feel better, in mm-hmm. a sense. Yeah, and so he, he tells her, he was like, I'll never leave you. Mm-hmm. He was like, I'll be back, you know, 4th of July. Like, we can watch the fireworks and stuff, you know. Meet and, on your beach. Yeah, like, we can meet on the beach and all that. So Then they hug and kiss once more. Aww. And Tate just rides his boat off, and <sighs> looking back and forth at each other. Yep. yep. <laughs> and as the day passed on, Kaya continues to draw and write and create these books and all that stuff about the animals mm-hmm. and the marsh. And she's looking at the calendar and um, or she, she, she got a talent calendar from Tate. And she's looking at it because on the calendar is the date marked for their... The 4th of July. Reunion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> for the July reunion. Um, so she just smiles at it just excitedly, you know. When the fourth actually arrives, she puts on her prettiest dress. It's really cute. Yeah, it was cute. She does her hair. She even puts on um, some of her mom's old lipstick. Mm-hmm. She has some, like, she puts a couple flowers in her hair and pulls it back. <laughs> she looks really cute. And she has this journal of, or, you know, book, if you want to call it that. Mm-hmm. It's not actually a book. But it's of all these birds she drew while she was waiting for him. Mm-hmm. And she wanted it. She wanted to show it to him. And so the next sequence shows Kaya at the beach, and she's waiting on Tate. <sighs> Man, mm-hmm. she's waiting on Tate. Just a waiting. <laughs> yep, she gets there in the morning. Yeah, and the sun is going down, and Kaya's anxiety is just palpable. Like yep. you can tell, it's just she just it goes from morning to afternoon. Yep, and she's just... getting more fidgety. <laughs> yep. 
and it's completely dark and at this point the fireworks start going off and you know Kaya's devastated but she's still waiting and she's just like he, maybe you know he late I don't know she's still waiting but then she ended up fall, falling asleep and the next morning she wakes up on the beach but she realizes that she is completely alone mm-hmm. and that's when she just lost it she just no. was crying and crying no 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 Take, no <laughs> do your acting okay do your acting <laughs> But for real, though, this is clearly a scene that it wasn't funny, but yeah. <laughs> she's heartbroken. And so she goes home and she starts burning like all the pages that she drew of Tate and, you know, just all the little things that she made when she was with him and all that stuff. She just started burning it up and tearing it up. It's a symbol of her being done. Yeah. And her voiceover talks about how every time she gets lost, the march helps her find her way. Yeah. And eventually... She does. She wakes up the next day and there's this beautiful hawk and it's right near her porch. Oh, yeah. Yep. Because she was sleeping on the porch at this point. Yes. She always yeah. slept on the porch. Yep. She had like a little pallet on the yep. porch. Mm-hmm. She she had a bed and everything. But she chose to be out there where she could hear the animals because yep. it, it mentions that it was too silent in the house. Right. She was too lonely. Hey, I feel it. See, that's why Kaya, my, that's why I like her. Because I was mm-hmm. like, I feel that because I got to sleep with the fan on. Okay. I, no. I need some type of noise. Okay. Anyway. We ain't going to get started on your sleeping habits. <laughs> whatever. As a best friend since fourth grade, let me tell you, this girl got a whole list. <laughs> oh my God. Whatever. <laughs> but <laughs> eventually she does move on. And she yeah. narrates about how it was like water in the sand. Mm-hmm. The pain was still there, but buried deep. Dang. Mm. Poor Kaya. All right. So we come back to where she's in court now. Mm-hmm. Um, to back the to scene. present day. Yeah, right. Present day, like, you know, she's in court for the Chase Andrews murder. And the prosecution. <laughs> All right. The prosecution is asking the sheriff about the complete lack of tracks or fingerprints found at the scene where Chase's body was found. So suggesting that it was most likely someone that wanted to get rid of evidence, AKA the Marsh girl, he was trying to imply, Mm -hmm. but whatever. (laughs) Um, But however, Tom, the lawyer, he come through for her and he said that according to the weather and the tide, any tracks or fingerprints would have been wiped out. And then he goes on to show the sheriff some documents made earlier that year mm. with the sheriff stating how dangerous that area mm. was. Tom um, asked the sheriff to read his own words, okay? In his own words. <laughs> Did right. you write this? Exactly. And the, the sheriff was like, I must repeat, these gates are very dangerous. And if action isn't taken, serious injury or death will occur. Boom. Right. Like you just he just made you read your own words (laughs) (laughs) against your argument. (laughs) Exactly. Uh so then we cut back to young adult Kaya Mm -hmm. and she's seeing someone in a suit again taking pictures of her house. Yep. She runs away scared, you know, thinking it might be the social worker. She goes to jump in, asking like, Why are they taking pictures of my place? Mm -hmm. And he said, Well, they're developers. They probably want to buy the land mm-hmm. or build, you know. And he said, you probably doesn't want your house, but he could offer you money for that land. Right. You know, and his wife is made was like, well, that's true. Do you own the house? Right. And Kaya's like, well, Pa said so. So <laughs> Kaya's like, well, Mabel tells Kaya she needs to find proof, like a yeah. deed or a title. That was what's up, too, that they came through for her and, and they gave really her that, that piece of advice. Like, yep. Like, see if you own that stuff, girl. Like, you could be sitting on something. You feel me? Yes, um, ma'am. <laughs> so, 
so after you know talking with them and what, whatnot, she's she's leaving Jumpins and she runs it to Chase, who, oh, okay. She runs it to Chase, okay? So, obviously, this is before, you know, it goes back in time before Chase died, clearly. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and he's, like, he insists on, like, holding her bag of groceries. Like, his whole vibe is just kind of, like... A lot more aggressive. Yeah, and just just so... he just insisting too much for me. Like, he just doing too much. So, he walks up to her boat saying he knows her name. And, yeah, like, I know your name is Kaya and... He was like, I think that's a nice name and all that stuff. And he puts her bag in the boat and he asks if she want to go on a picnic with him Sunday at noon on his boat. And I'm kind of like, you don't even, you didn't even, what? Like the Mm -hmm. way he did it, it wasn't even, it was kind of like the way he really did it. He wasn't asking for a date. It was kind of more like, this is what you're going to, he was telling her what she going to do. Kind of like, bruh, no. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, mm-hmm. no, we're not, you know, but, you know, she, she's like, okay, you know, this guy's taking an interest in her. So yeah. she's kind of like, all right. Like, yeah. Bet. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah. So she thinks for a moment and she agrees to go on the date and then she gets into her boat and she leaves. And then that Sunday arrives and they meet and have a picnic on the beach. And he's just kind of playing his harmonica and being chase. Yeah. And he's way more into himself right. than into her. He, fi- he even finds a shell in the sand and he mm-hmm. picks it up mm-hmm. and, you know, I was like, oh, look at this, shows it to Kaya and she gets super excited and she's yeah. like, oh my goodness. Because she knows what she it means. Res- you know, like lets him know like it's a unique shell, mm-hmm. you know, to find in this region because usually they're, you know, further south. It's too cold mm-hmm. in these waters for this type of shell. Mm-hmm. And he just kind of laughs it off. He laughs saying, okay. He didn't know the marsh girl like knows the Latin word for shells yeah. and where they inhabit and why. Right. Showing that he just can't acknowledge her greatness. He right. can't see the good in her. He kinda has to laugh it off. Yeah, like she's smart, bro. Mm-hmm. Like Yeah, get on laughing it. at that just, and really you could tell just because he ain't know, so he was really just trying to deflate. And the fact you know? that he <laughs> said the marsh girl knows her, blah blah yeah. blah. My name is Kaya. Exactly. Sir. Call me by my name. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, and he 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 tells her, man, you're something else. He leans in and he kisses her. Again, and, aggressive mm-hmm. and just, and sit, just 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 making yourself at home. Yep. He just goes in too hard and he even tries to get on top of her. Mm-hmm. But she stops him and she tells him like, I know you think I'm trash, but I'm worth more than a picnic. Okay. She's about to, <laughs> you know, like she, she gets up and is walking off. Right. And Chase apologizes and he's like, you know, uh, I never thought you were trash and he insists that it's okay if they never see each other again, but at least he was like, at least let me take her, uh, take you back to your home, you know, take you back. Mm-hmm. I don't want you walking. It's whatever. too far. Yeah. <laughs> so she forgives him. Yeah. Which is in the nature of human beings to, right. you know, okay, you apologize. He right. just, whatever. And he tells her, you know, like, here, I have somewhere cool to show you. Mm-hmm. And he takes her to the watchtower. Yeah. The one where his body was found at the bottom later. When they reach the top, um kaya is she's like overwhelmed by seeing the marsh at the top like Mm -hmm. she was able to see something that she's where she's been living it for her whole life she was able to see the grand scheme of things like the whole marsh Mm -hmm. and she's overwhelmed by that and chase is just kind of curious and he wanted to find out like why you you know she explains she's like it's like having a best friend your whole life but finally being able to see their full face and i was like okay that was a good way of describing it (laughs) exactly so at the top, Chase, you know, he points to an area and he's like, hey, 
is that over there where your house is? Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, yeah. And he's like, well, we should go there. I want to see your house. And she's like, oh, no, it's too far. But again, Chase persists. Oh, my gosh. And he's like, I won't laugh at it if that's what you're afraid of. He, I promise you, I probably rolled my eyes about five billion times watching this movie mm-hmm. when he was on screen. Like, his character, ugh, Cringe. just rubs oh. me the wrong way. Very much so. Anyway, <laughs> so they go to her house and, you know, her anxiety is clear because she starts, like, gathering things and picking stuff up and yeah. trying to tidy up and stuff because he just literally just came over. You know what I'm saying? She's showing him, like, from the outside, like, here it is. Right. But he's. Oh, yeah, that's true. Because then he, yeah, that's true. She was, you know, like they was on the outside of her house and he just, just barged his way. Yeah, just barged his way on in her house. He's like rudely ignoring how anxious Kai is. And like, he just, like I said, enters in there and without permission, of course, Mm -hmm. without permission. And she's actually behind him. Like, how Mm -hmm. you in my house before I'm in my house? (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Like, really? Anyway, so he starts looking at stuff and touching stuff and Mm -hmm. picking stuff up and you know kind of cool yeah and just throwing stuff and uh okay (laughs) you're not actually picking it up and throwing it across the room he's not i might be over exaggerating it's just one of those things (laughs) i just can't stay his character yeah oh but he's just hella rude that's just really what it was Mm -hmm. he was just hella rude um and then he calls her the real deal talk about you know because he sees like her pictures and writings and stuff all over the wall he's like yeah you're the real deal whatever Mm -hmm. just just so annoying but then Kaya finally she kind of gets over it because he goes from her porch even into her house. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, you got a you got a water pump. Man, this is crazy. Mm-hmm. Not a lot of guys could live out here alone like you do. Like, what are you talking about? So eventually, Kaya's just like, what do you want from me? Yeah, like, please, could you? <laughs> and then Chase convinces her, like, I just want to get to know you. Think you're smart as a whip, free as a dang gale. I think you're gorgeous, <laughs> and I won't do anything unless. You want me to. Oh How's that God. sound? Oh, my God. Okay. That's exactly what he <laughs> That's what he says. How's it? He oh. does. He does. And so then Kaya agrees. And then her and Chase kind of begin a little relationship, you know? Mm-hmm. And her narration, she's like, I don't quite know how I felt about Chase, but it was better than being lonely. Mm. And We've she- all been there, haven't we, ladies? <laughs> <laughs> Should I be in this relationship? <laughs> this or single? Situationship. <laughs> So she goes on to say, you know, that the march was their secret. Like, you know, that was, it was just them and that's yeah. where they met and nobody else really knew, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. So that was a thing. And so later we see how Chase is a lot more social. He's laughing with his friends and family in town, but we don't ever see Chase never takes Kaya yep. into town. They never seen together. He don't, he only goes to her house. It's like Chase was like living two lives. He, if it's kind of seemed like he was embarrassed maybe yeah. too that was yep. he didn't want to be you know seen with her and all that stuff meanwhile kaya finds out that she does own the land mm-hmm. hey but there are eight hundred dollars worth of back taxes mm. for her house yeah and the, the way that it is if someone else comes and they pay it then it's right. theirs right that's how that's what she learned like mm-hmm. if somebody come pay my taxes to my house as they crib now. yep and so she searches around her house and she opens up an old book where she put the list of publishers from Tate. Mm-hmm. And mind you, at this point, wait, when did it tell us? Okay, so at this point, it's been five years since she saw Tate. Yep. Five years had passed um, at this point, you know, when she's looking for the publishers. And so she began sending her work out to the publisher. She was like, yep. I got to make some money. I got to pay these taxes exactly. so I can keep my house. 
So then later she receives a message mm-hmm. from one of the publishers saying that they're interested and yeah. they would like to start publishing right away. Yeah. And she is thrilled at this news as anyone who was writing a book would be right she about to get a bag okay <laughs> so chase he ended up showing up that evening and before she tells him the new like her good news he tells her right away he was like i was promoted to manager of western auto or whatever <laughs> and <laughs> he holds up a pack of beer and he's like let's celebrate exactly Boy. And she's all like, oh, Chase, that's great news. You know, but you can tell, like, she keeps her news in. Yeah, like, she okay, does. I'm going to let him do his thing. Right, let, me, let him have his moment. Yep. <laughs> so they celebrate by having the beer on the beach together. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they have a little fire going. And Chase starts remarking to her about, <laughs> oh, so you're going to have a book. Mm-hmm. And he tells her instantly after saying that, well, don't get full of yourself, I guess. <laughs> what? And she says... I wouldn't. Uh, it yeah. That just that part kind of breaks my heart because it's like ooh. one of those things where <laughs> like all you need to do is show her excitement. Exactly. She didn't and say support. anything about you being full of yourself or being the manager of Western Auto, did she? <laughs> what is that Western Auto? What is some place? Like yeah. So <laughs> yeah, that was that was so so not cool. Just one of those underhanded things. Yeah. That Chase does. Right. Like trying to like bringing her down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so then Chase, you know, he tells her that, you know, he needs to go to a conference and he wants to take her with him and it's overnight. And she kind of nervous about that. Like, you know, she never spent, first off, she don't go out amongst people like that. Exactly. And then to stay overnight with somebody that really, she barely know, you know, she Mm kind of nervous about that. Um, but he tells her, you know, well, if we're going to get married, you know, you know, you should just go ahead and get used to it, you know? Exactly. And so it was like, introduce marriage what is going on going to get married bruh he's like he was very pushy he was like he was literally the complete opposite of tate he's like night and day Mm -hmm. tate was this loving like patient he waited for kaya's permission to come into her exactly like sweet to her and then chase was the complete opposite Mm -hmm. of that but Kaya smiles kind of at the thought of being you know married to him Mm -hmm. um and she asked him well what about your parents and he just assures, oh, well, what you got to know about me is that if I tell my parents I love you, then that'll be it, you know, and and they'll just love you, too. Especially Which, if I tell them, if boy. I tell them to love you, they'll love you. Like, what? Like, I swear, y'all, Chase yeah. was, he was just, uh, like, he just, uh, he rose me the wrong way. So <laughs> in the next scene, he takes Kaya to, like, this little trifling motel. That's <laughs> all. Like it was just not no. Yeah. Like I'm gonna need five stars. Like you, like it wasn't even it two wasn't stars. Even four, right? It wasn't even three stars. You feel me? Like so he takes her to this hotel and they go into the room and it was a terrible four second scene. Man, maybe three thrusts, if you will. <laughs> right, three thrusts. Um, and she is visibly like unsatisfied. Um, uh, I really, I, I was hoping I was and like, hurt. Yeah, she, yeah, and her right because it was her first time. Yeah. So, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, there was no gentleness to nothing, it. Nothing like nothing sweet, nothing loving. But Chase tells her, mm-hmm. and this is also ick. It'll get better for you the more times that we do it. Oh my. <laughs> it's just like, who the fact that yeah. you even have to say this exactly. That's like, what I'm saying. Like the whole every just everything about him and just the whole situation was terrible. That was really? a terrible first time. Uh, I yeah. feel bad for. Her. Yes. I mean, it was terrible for her, but he seemed to have gotten what he needed. Exactly. Quite quickly. <laughs> Got his disgusting jollies off. <laughs> 
So and he even tells her, like, you know, you know, I love you. You don't have to prove anything to me or anybody mm-hmm. else. Mm-hmm. And you know, he tries to be kind. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, he mm-hmm. was doing a lot of back and forth. Yeah, he, he would love, love on her, love then bombing, he would, right? Mm-hmm. And then shut her down. Then then love on her, then shut her down. She goes and she gives him a necklace that she made from the shell he gave him the first time yep. that they were on the picnic. Right. That shell that he didn't know what it was. Yeah. She explained what it was. Like mm-hmm. she made a necklace and gave it to him. Yep. With that shell on it. Yep. And so then it cuts to the court scene where um, Chase's mom, mm-hmm. she mentions she's like on the stand and I guess it's her time to talk. <laughs> And she's all mad and she's all talking about the ugly neck. Like my, she, she gave him that ugly neck necklace right. and, and he wasn't wearing it. Like right. do it, do it. You know? Okay. How- <laughs> <laughs> so basically she is speculating mm-hmm. that the necklace was on chase earlier yep. that night, but then it was gone. Yeah. Like whenever he, his body was found. Right. So she was like, she made that ugly necklace and took it off and she killed him. It just, oh, it was one of those just, scenes like, oh, God. Like, right, you lady. Wanna, <laughs> right, like, sit, you need to calm down. First, you need to have several seats. <laughs> you need to have several seats, okay? You need to dial it down. Um, yeah, she was she was talking crazy. It was talking about that necklace. Um, but then Tom, Tom came through, like, you yep, know. Like he does. Yep, and he reminds her that the cops thoroughly checked of Kaya's house mm-hmm. and they did not find that necklace at her house. They so didn't find it anywhere. They didn't find it anywhere, right. So in the next scene, we see our beloved Tate Mm -hmm. again. Hey, Tate. He's all (laughs) handsome, a little older and whatnot. Right. And he's riding his boat up. But what does he see? But Chase and Kaya playing around together on their boats from afar. Yeah. I really don't know how they didn't see him watching. But (laughs) (laughs) somehow they didn't see. And his face is devastated. You know, like, oh, my God, look at them. Like, they're together. Right. He was like, dang, I was trying to get my old thing back. (laughs) (laughs) Now I don't know if I could do that now. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so um, it it turned... Cuts into another day, and Tate is walking out of Jumpin's um, convenience store, and he's looking, you know, he's just looking like a sad puppy because mm. what he just saw with Chase and Kaya. Mm-hmm. And he passes Chase as he's leaving Jumpin's, mm-hmm. and he overhear like Chase and him and his friends, they talking and stuff. And you can hear Chase talk about, yeah, the Marsh girl and stuff, and he's telling his friends how she's great in bed, and she's the only one that, mm. you know, he, wait, she, he, She's the only one that he's had. Oh, he's wait, the wait. only one she's had. Thank you, girl. <laughs> I know what you meant. Yes. And he was talking about, like, you know, how he makes her eyes glow and she's worth the gas. Like, Ugh. just talking straight crazy. Mm-hmm. He definitely don't make her eyes glow. <laughs> but not with them three thrusts. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, Tate is like, hey, don't talk about her like that. And Chase right. coughs and he's like, Oh, it's the college boy. Mm-hmm. He mm-hmm. taught the Marsh girl her ABCs. Mm. And Chase is like, you're a waste of her time. <laughs> oh, wait, no. Tate is like, right. you're a waste of her time. And Chase like, what's that? What? And gets all in his face. Yeah. Just, uh, they and they kind of start to push each tussle. other back and forth. Mm-hmm. But jumping steps in and yeah. he's like, don't, don't, settle down now. Yeah. There's better yeah. ways than this. <laughs> good at that it's hilarious (laughs) and so then the next scene is night and kaya she hears chase boat coming up and you know she started applying her lipstick getting cute and stuff and she happily runs out 
And she actually ended up seeing Tate. It wasn't mm-hmm. Chase. I hate that their names are so close and sound. Me too. <sighs> but she sees Tate instead of Chase. Mm-hmm. And so she's like upset at this point. She's and- <laughs> throwing some rocks. Yeah, she started throwing rocks at him and stuff. And was like telling him to go away. She's like, go away, you creep. And all that mm-hmm. stuff. Because she's mad at him. She ain't seen Tate in like, five years. Kaya, what the hell? Right, right. And like the last thing you told me was that you was going to come back and you did it. Mm-hmm. It's five years later and here you are back at my house. Like, what is this? You know, yeah. she was upset. And, you know, he's like, stop. <laughs> she stops throwing rocks after a little while. And, you know, he's like, I just wanted to warn you about Chase. Mm-hmm. He's not good enough for you. Right. She's like, yeah. So she goes off telling Tate, like, you know. Like, you know, you, you're the one that left me. Like, you know, you never had my back. You 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 left. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't even know if you was dead or not. I ain't seen you in five right? years. <laughs> it's like, what is this? You know? He said, everything you said was correct. Mm-hmm. I wasn't man enough. Yeah. Leaving you was the worst thing that I've ever done. And I couldn't face you after doing that. Okay, Tay, owning up to mm-hmm. his, uh, okay. <laughs> like, I, I didn't think you'd ever be able to leave the marsh and live in any other world. He thought he had to choose between her and yeah. everything else. Right, right. But then he realized, like, all of that means nothing without her. Yeah. He says, I'm sorry. I've been sorry for years, and I'll be sorry for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. Then uh, he takes out a feather, and I brought something for you. And, you know, she kind of takes the feather and looks at it. And, you know, I got a job at the lab here in town. It's great. I get to study all this under a microscope. Kaya, you'd love it. Oh, yeah. He was excited. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And he's like, and I'm back. Right. I wanted you to know I'm back for good. Yep. Yep. And you're just, if if you were anything like me, in your mind, you're like, take him back. Okay. Take him back right now, man. Forgive him, girl. (laughs) So taking it all in, you know, Kaya feel, you know, just hurt, but she hears him, but she's still just hurt. She's not ready to forgive. He asks her, like, too, like, you think you could forgive me? And she was like, I don't know how. And the, he leaves. They kind of slowly walk away and whatnot. And it's just, it's just like, dang it, hopefully they get back together. Like, hopefully she forgives him. But at this point, she's like, Chase is the guy, not Tate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but then we cut to another court scene right quick where they're discussing the red fibers, the ones that were found on chase's jacket yep and how they were also the same exact fibers that were found on the hat that was in kaya's house mm-hmm. yep um so more speculation is now coming forth with their actual relationship yep and so then it switches to a scene where she's leaving the grocery store like in town like she's not at jumping she's at yes. like a different store in town and she has a bag of groceries and you know she's just walking down the the sidewalk and whatnot and she runs it to chase and he looks all surprised all and surprised. stuff. Uh-huh. Like, oh, shoot, you're in town. Uh-huh. I'm like, oh, hey, hey. You know? <laughs> no, she's all happy, he too. Right. She was like, hey, boo. You know, she's, like, ready to interact with him. But he's, like, looking around because his friends are nearby. And he's, like, looking like, oh, damn, okay, well, they about to see me mm-hmm. with her. And so they walk up to him, and Kaya smiles. Like, she thinks she about to be, you know, introduced and stuff. Right? Like, this is the guy who was talking about marriage. Right. So, you know. Hey, show me your friends. (laughs) Right. But then Chase awkwardly is like, okay, guys, you know, Kaya. And his friend's like, oh, yeah, the Marsh girl. And, you know, he's like, you know, Pearl and Dan or whatever his friend's name. (laughs) So you're making all these names? (laughs) No, Pearl Pearl was definitely one of the names. (laughs) But his friend didn't deserve a name. Nobody worried about his little big head friend. 
Um, <laughs> I'm trying not to laugh real loud. You know, my laugh is loud. You have a I'll beautiful be- laugh. Thank you. If you want to <laughs> do you, it, then do it. Okay. And, and one of the girls, there's two girls and his guy friend. One of the girls, she like puts her arm on Chase. Mm-hmm. And she's like, nice to meet you, Kaya. I'm Pearl. I'm Chase's fiance. We see that. Oh my ring gosh. on her finger and you're just like huh. and the chick and the chick you could tell i don't know i mean i like i don't think she knew that chase and K- mm. K- kaya were talking but the way she like put her hand up like yeah like i'm married like or not married <laughs> but i'm engaged and stuff she was just real ugh, just mm-hmm. one of them type of chicks but just the fact that chase is freaking engaged mm-hmm. and you gonna have a nerve to come over to my crib make a daggone picnic for me at the daggone beach give me three thrust and all of this stuff and you engaged exactly mm. just <sighs> gross <laughs> so then chase ends the conversation as kaya you know she looks in him all stunned and so she's just, of course surprised as a viewer we're all just pissed right now because we're like <laughs> <sighs> is she gonna say something right is, is she gonna go off just, on him she's just like too stunned to do it yeah. like one of those oh my god yeah moments yeah yeah definitely Kai gets back to her place and she is basically hyperventilating. Yeah. Which you are too at this mm-hmm. point in the movie. She's mm-hmm. just like she cannot believe yeah. all she went through with this idiot. Right. And <laughs> so she hears a motorboat coming along. She knows that it's Chase. She runs off near the house, like kind of hiding in the bushes mm-hmm. nearby. And then yep. he kind of, you know, runs into her place. And she can see her yelling. House. Yeah, she yeah. can see what he's she doing. She can see everything he's doing. You know, and he's, you know, he's telling her, like, come out. Yeah, Kai, I know I can here. explain. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's getting upset, like, I know you're here, damn it. Mm-hmm. Kicking some stuff. And yep. it's just like, you know, he knows that she's pissed and that she's hiding from him, but he doesn't know where she is. He leaves the house. And so when he leaves, Kai runs off and she, she screams like mm-hmm. she's just mad, like, oh, like, what is this life right now? <laughs> and she goes and lays on the beach. Um, the water just just rushing over. You could tell she just distraught. Yeah. And she's just thinking. And she reminds herself that, you know, she was like, I got to stay away from people. Like, you can't just, trust them. You just can't yeah. trust anybody. <laughs> And there is some validity to that, but there are people you can trust, Kaya. It's okay. <laughs> right, right, right. But then an empowering scene comes up next because we see that the publishers have sent her her very first check. Yes. Which is $5,000, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. which is a nice check to receive, period. Yep. But in that time, because I looked it up online <laughs> on two different websites. <laughs> Okay, it translated check. and it would have been over 40,000. 40,000. When you include inflation. Then. Like, yeah, 40,000 back then. That's what that check for was her for her. Yep. That's what's up. So then, of course, she pays the taxes to her house. So now, and then, so, okay, so she pays the taxes to her house. She purchased um, her home and she has 310 acres of laguna like marsh woodlands the beach like that's all hers yep she bought the land that is crazy oh i love that so then she refurnishes everything like in her house and stuff and puts in like electricity and you know just really hooks her house up and so mm-hmm. then she receives multiple copies of her book and jumping at over at the, at the jumping convenience store he puts them in the window of his shop like all her little published books and everything it was just awesome mm-hmm. so then Kaya hears someone coming toward the house and she comes out and it's Jody, Aww. her brother from earlier. Oh, right. The, the one that was closest in age to her that she yep. kind of 
cussed. Right. <laughs> um, he's an adult now and he's all decked out in his military attire. Oh, yeah. And he tells her that he saw her book in the store, in a store in Asheville, and his heart broke and leapt for joy at the same time. Yep. Dang. And he just knew he had to find her, but he didn't think it'd be the exact same place where they were as kids. Right. Yep. Mm-hmm. So they embrace, of course, and they sit down, um, sit down in the house and they having tea and they just discussing life. And he tells her that he hasn't seen or heard from any of their other siblings, uh, Murphy, Mandy, or Missy. And he said he wouldn't even know him if he passed by him in the street. Damn. That's hurtful, man. Man, that that family was torn apart. Yes, it was. Down. It just... Because they all left, you know, where they were younger. So mm-hmm. you don't know really what you're going to look like this. in the future, you yeah. know. So that's crazy that you could, he could have, they could have walked past their siblings and wouldn't have never even known it. That's, that's wow. wild. Yeah. But then she asked him about Ma. And this is what we find out happened with Ma. Mm -hmm. So she just showed up at her sister's house in another state. Mm -hmm. That same, you know, on that day when Kaya last saw her. She was in a She didn't speak for months. Mm -hmm. And when she she came to completely a whole year later, she remembered that she had kids. Mm. And she sent her father a letter letting him know, like, that she was coming to get all of her kids. Mm Mm-hmm. And he responded by letting her know that he'd beat them all unrecognizable if, if she, she tried. tried. Yep. And she was getting lawyers and stuff together. Right. But it was only a few months after that that she died of cancer. Dang. So she she made her attempt. Yeah. But yep. life got in the way. Yep. Dang. So Kaya says, you know, she's been waiting all those years for her to walk back to the house. And Jody tells her, you know, he, he can't make up for all the time they lost, mm-hmm. but would love to come and visit with her as often as he can. And so they agree and they, you know, sister and brotherly yeah. just, you know, embrace and touch hands and just be like, all right, you know, yep, like we're going to build this relationship. <laughs> yeah, again. right. Yeah. Um, so then we see Kaya's kind of sitting on her pallet. She's looking at the feather that Tate left with her. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and she writes a note in one of her books that says to the feather boy. From the Marsh Girl. <laughs> Thanks. And then she leaves it with Jumpin' for him to give to Tate. Yep. Yep. And unfortunately, here we go. Ch- oh, Chase, man. he struts into um, Jumpin'. And he's like, you know, let me get a pack of your finest and all this stuff. He's with his friends. And he doesn't notice, but Kaya is actually in Jumpin'. But she's hiding because she realized he walked in. So she went to hide from him so she could try to sneak out. And he ended up realizing that she's there and he, he says her name and, you know, Kaya and walks over to her and just, just again, being aggressive, being just, mm-hmm. just, uh, he goes in and just like grabs her arm and snatches her and stuff. And he's like, wait, I just want to talk to you. You know, I heard you wrote a dang book, like, come here. Like, and so she's just kind of like, you know, trying to pull away from him and stuff. And she's like, leave me alone. And she leaves and chase idiot friends start laughing and start talking the marsh girl thinks you're too good for you now or she thinks you're too good for you now mm-hmm. so chase with his old butt Whack hurt self. right he screams like, shut up just uh, just like a- all of in his face like it went from <laughs> zero to 100 just, it shut up <laughs> seriously <laughs> and I know jumping, it's like it's so funny because on the sidelines you know jumping like I don't know we having this, this stuff going on in my store get your ass <laughs> Like, he's kind of looking like, uh-uh, like, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, so Chase takes the chips or whatever he bought, and <laughs> he angrily walks out and leaves. 
So then, trigger warning for this next scene, Chase finds Kaya. She's sketching an insect in the marsh, mm-hmm. like she does. He walks up to her, and he's like, oh, I thought I'd find you here. And she's like, I thought I told you to leave me alone. You know, he tells her, I, I just wanted to apologize for the way things turned out. Mm-hmm. Kaya's like, the way things turned out? You mean how you were engaged the whole time? We exactly. were together? What you mean? How you lie about everything? And Chase is just sitting here making excuses. Well, you know, I have to be that way because no one gets me but you. I had to marry a girl like Pearl, but you're the only one that I could really talk to. She just, you know, she's like, look, I feel sorry for you, but I don't want any part of it. Yeah. And he gets mad at her. And he's like, you know, any other man would have tried to change you. And then he gets upset and he slaps her. And it's one of those. Yeah. Like, oh, Lord. And she like kind of stops holding her face mm-hmm. and she slaps him right back right and <laughs> she did see that's why i love yeah. Kaya. and he looks at her and you know just spits out some blood and he's wilder than ever and it's like oh god and then he she tries to run off he slams mm-hmm. her down he pins her you know she's trying to fight back and then he punches her yes in the face and then he proceeds to begin assaulting her yeah she grabs a rock because he was trying to sexually yeah. assault at yeah this point. he was yeah. trying he was pulling her uh shorts and stuff down and pulling his down mm-hmm. but she grabs a rock and she hits him on the side of his head yeah and it overpowers him and she hits him again <laughs> then she kicks him quite a few times yep. in his, <laughs> That's what his stomach buddy. area yeah um and then she's like <laughs> i said leave me alone you bastard <laughs> you come near me again i'll kill you we know that that was said. There was a witness who heard that part, of course. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. Because there was mm-hmm. like a little, another guy like kind of further away yeah. in the marsh that was in the boat. He was an older cat. Yep. I mean, I guess that don't matter. <laughs> but talking about older I'm just describing <laughs> it. Anyway, <laughs> so she runs off and stuff after all of that and drives around in her boat, like hiding. Because, you know, at this point, Chase knows where she lives. So yep. um, she she even falls asleep in her boat and she wakes up because she hears a boat nearby and she sees that it's Chase, yes. Chase looking for her. But she remains hidden and she begins to narrate. One thing mom taught me about men like this, they always have to have the last punch. And when she gets back to her home, it is completely ransacked and towed up. Ugh. Like Chase literally went back to her house and just, just rent. Her just, pictures are torn, yeah. crumbled up. Ugh. Everything he, she's been working on. Exactly. He just completely just. Furniture. So she decides, you know, in that moment that it's one thing living in solitude, but quite another to live in fear. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so she refuses to live like that. Absolutely. And man, I felt that moment. I was, I feel, I felt that Kaya. Absolutely. Okay. We ain't going to live in fear, honey. <laughs> <laughs> I felt that. <laughs> in the next scene, it's nighttime mm-hmm. and a boat is coming up to her place. Yep. And we can kind of see she's hiding in the bushes with a rock. She's got her, you know, black eye and stuff. Yeah. Looking a little disheveled. Right. Um, but then we see that it's Tate. Yay. And <laughs> when he comes up, you know, he says, oh, I came up because Jumpin' said he hadn't seen you since last week. And, you know, he sees her eye and he's like, wait a minute, did Chase do that to right. you? Right. Mm-hmm. And so she's like, she's like, no, like, just, don't well, she didn't say no, but she was like, just don't get involved. Like, you know, I can handle it. And she tells him, you know, she was going to go meet her publishers that she had a meeting mm-hmm. with her publishers the next week. And, you know she was still kind of questioning it though. And then he's like, no, like still go, like don't let chase like take this from you. Like, Mm -hmm. 
you know what I'm saying? Like, do your thing. Go see the publishers. Um, and he tells her, you know, stay for the week and stuff. And when you come back, like, I'll see you. Like, yep. So she decides that, okay, that's what she's going to do. Yep. And she did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the courtroom shows a woman who's saying how she witnessed Kaya the day. Yep. So we're back the in the murder, courtroom. The day right. that, or what, not murder. The day that Chase's body was discovered or the yep. day before it. She witnessed Kaya getting on the bus. Yeah. And a lot of people noticed it, said this woman, because Mm -hmm. they weren't used to seeing her all dressed and nice with her hair pulled up and dressed how they wanted her to dress. Exactly. She did not look terrible. She was adorable. Right. She was wearing regular clothes like that. (laughs) Like, I swear. They all noticed it. So, right. It shows Kaya. She goes on her way to Greenville, I believe Mm -hmm. is what it was. Or Asheville or something like that. Might have been Asheville. One of the two. One of them. Somewhere in North Carolina. (laughs) Right. And (laughs) she's having this great, insightful conversation with her publishers. Yeah. And they're kind of like laughing and giggling and all of the conversation. They're in awe at her. Right. Because they're they're just listening to her speak about all she knows about these animals. They see her dope. Mm -hmm. And she's talking about insects and where (laughs) she discusses how praying mantises. I know, right? Is it praying? <laughs> Whatever. Praying In the praying mantis world, <laughs> the, you know, the females kill the male yeah. after they're finished mating with yeah. them. Yeah. And they kind of chuckle about, oh, I mustn't hang out with insects anymore. They're oh, quite oh. immoral. <laughs> oh, oh, <yeah>. And Kaya <laughs> just kind of says, you know, I don't think there's a dark side to nature. Just creative ways to endure against all odds. All right now, Kaya, come mm-hmm. here with a word. And they, they, yeah, they all were like, okay. You're right. She's impressing her publishers. Yes, they are. Yes, Absolutely. they are thoroughly impressed with her. Yep. <laughs> so then it cuts back to a scene with her and her lawyer, Tom. And he tells her about, you know, how he believes a good lawyer never asks her client to take the stand. But in this case, he was like, maybe you should. And, you know, he was like, I want them to see how kind and good hearted you are. Like, he says, I yeah. know that you have every reason to hate them. Mm-hmm. But she interjects and she's like, I never hated them. They hated me. Mm-hmm. They treated me bad, rejected yes. me, yes. left me, teased me. I'm not going to beg them for my life. I was like, Kaya, you know what? <laughs> not just Kaya. Tanisha, that was the best impression you've done so far. Because I felt that. And so she goes on to say, you know, it's them they judging. Like they're mm-hmm. they're judging themselves. Yes. Man. And that's all Tom needed to hear. Like, okay, we'll get some Bet. rest. <laughs> right. <laughs> so in the next scene, mm-hmm. okay, and we're, we're coming to a close here because okay. these are the closing arguments that they're having. Mm-hmm. And the prosecution, whatever they said, literally baseless, not impactful. I right. can't even remember. We're not even going to talk about it because it's not even remember. Yeah, it was just based on a whole bunch of emotion mm-hmm. and what they thought about mm-hmm. her. Don't even know the girl. But her lawyer, Tom Milton, okay. he has this amazing speech. Yep. About his closing you argument. You know, I've lived in Barkley Cove my whole life. Mm-hmm. And like you, I heard the tall tales that were told about the Marsh girl <laughs> and how she was part ape, a missing link, and her mm-hmm. eyes glowed mm-hmm. in the dark. Well, here she is. Okay. In reality, she's an abandoned child mm-hmm. that was shunned and left out in the marsh. Right. You know, and I'm ashamed to say that we labeled and rejected her because we thought she was different. Mm-hmm. You know, he said, you have to base this on the facts. Right. And not the rumors and the feelings. Yep. She has a solid alibi. Yep. She was in Greenville. 
there are no facts to prove that she actually did it. Yeah. The state wants you to think that <laughs> she left Greenville at 1 a.m. Right. <laughs> you so know, got on the bus, went back to Barkley Cove, and within an hour, she finds Chase. She lures him to the tower, murders him. Right. Has like, enough time to clean up all the evidence afterwards. Got on the 2 a.m. bus. <laughs> and by the way, that none of the bus drivers could identify her. Exactly. You know, mm-hmm. you know they're, they're just, it's just gossip right we need to base this on the facts not gossip yeah Tim. it's time at last mm. for all of us mm. to be fair to the marsh girl okay he killed it <laughs> yep he shut it down he, he shut it, it down there shouldn't be any doubt once hearing that speech okay <laughs> for real because he his closing argument was yes on point so then after about six hours of deliberating they come back together with the verdict and the court holds the defendant Kaya, dang, I forgot her last name. But, oh, Miss Clark, duh. Kaya Clark, <laughs> not guilty. So you see Yay! everybody, right? You see everybody start cheering, and especially those behind um, Kaya, you know, like the people that had her back, like yep. Tate jumping was there, Mabel was there, her, her publisher, like yep. they were so happy for her. And, you know, they laughing and celebrating and hugging and stuff. And then, she, you know, she sees Tate and, you know, at this point, technically, she's still mad at him, but she still, like, sees when they look at each other. And they kind of yeah. do, like, this unspoken, like, thank you for being here type of support. And he's like, mm-hmm. I'm here for you. Like, I'm yeah, just, that's just she, a conversation yeah. I made up. But <laughs> but she does pull away from his hand. Yeah, too, she does. Like, yeah, she, thank you, but I'm still not I'm ready still yet. Hurt. Yeah, yeah, I'm still not ready to forget you now. <laughs> so she goes back to her place, you know, and she's just like looking around and she's just admiring what she has she's just admiring like wow like a girl like me this Mm -hmm. is what I have a girl like Mm -hmm. me like I mean 310 acres a beach a marsh Mm -hmm. like you know Mm -hmm. she's seeing her work on the walls like she's just admiring just like this is my life and I'm okay with it I'm glad to be back instead of in that cell exactly yep yep (laughs) she's back in her element Mm -hmm. so then she starts riding her boat around through the marsh and narrating how all that time in isolation, she realized how happy she was to be out yeah. and how much life there was left to explore out yeah. in the marsh. Yeah. And she admits that another hope that she'd had was yeah. to spend it, to spend that life with the one person who she'd always loved. Yeah. The only person she ever loved, <laughs> which is Tate. And then we see kind of Tate and he's taking samples of some of the waters in the marsh. Mm-hmm. Um, but when he goes back to his boat to put his samples in that little thingy, <laughs> what does he find in that boat? A, A feather! <laughs> Sitting up. Oh, and he just looks around all excited like he right. knows what that feather means. Right. Yep. And <sighs> so we see him running toward um, Kaya's home and she takes him in and they embrace and they start kissing and they just pretty much just instantly just pick up where they left off from all those years ago. They just pick up where they left off and for the first time they make love. <laughs> and that is the beginning of like their relationship like it start yep. it kicks off like all yep. right we in this thing <laughs> absolutely so in one of the final scenes tate is awake he's he's sitting up in bed and he's it's the morning time he's looking at her sleeping and smiling and he just starts chuckling laughing to himself and when he's laughing it kind of wakes her up she laughs him too and she's like what's so funny and he asked her, you know, like, 
will you marry me? <laughs> I mean, like, do you want to get married? And Kaya kind of like blinks her eyes and she's looking around and thinking and she just says, well, aren't we all ready? <laughs> like snow geese? And just tastes like, I can live with that. And They're then, so cute. <laughs> and then it's decided they're married. Right. That's what they, right. They Absolutely. were just like, this, this, we, we it for the rest of our lives. Yep. And so now we're at this final scene, y'all. And it is just so pretty. Like this is, I think this was my favorite part of the movie. Yes. I can it watch was, it over yes. and over again. It was just a, this gorgeous like sequence of their lives as they grow older together. And you see the progression, you see them growing old in this like different scenes. And, you know, you see them being involved with Jody and his family and yes. being out on the boat and, um, you know, Kaya still sketching animals and insects and still, you know, and, and, and um, actually, too, let's make a point. They're still they lived at the marsh. That was their spot. Yep. Um, and it just shows the progression of like even with Kaya, like getting her money, like her. She's putting out those books and stuff yep. and jumping. He continues to support her and put her books in the window and all this stuff. And it even shows her and Tate even going to Jumpin's funeral. Like, yeah. you know, they're, they're, they're at this point, they're like older. They're old now. Yeah. And hair's grayed. Right. Right. And she says that, you know, when she goes, she hoped it'd be quick and easy. And then it cuts to a scene where Kaya is like older and she's in her boat. And Kaya starts, you know, she starts to boat up near where her mother had left. Yeah. Where she saw her walking off. And while she's on the boat, we kind of see a little progression of young Kaya. Yep. And she's waving towards um, a vision of her mom yep. that comes out from that area wearing that same outfit. Yep. And she's like, Ma! <laughs> Ma! All yep. excited to see her. And then we also see the same for middle-aged Kaya yep. we saw through most of the film and now older Kaya. older Kaya yeah and they're waving at her, waving mm-hmm. at her mama mm-hmm. and her mama waving back and mm-hmm. so sometime after that Tate goes to look for Kaya and we find out that Kaya passed away in the boat mm-hmm. so that's what that was when she was seeing her mom that was that moment and when she was dying or she died yeah yep yep after her death, we kind of see Tate's packing the place up and he's at the house sending stuff off to different colleges. He's going through her old books and journals. Yeah. And he notices one book that she was writing when she was younger. It's more like a journal and he's flipping through the pages. He's admiring her stuff because he loved her. Right. Mm-hmm. And he sees a picture that she drew of, you know, him and her when they were younger by the snow geese talking about how she had found her mate. Mm-hmm. And then he continues looking through and he sees, you know, more drawings and stuff. And he flips to another page where we find a hollowed out section of pages. Mm. And it shows Chase, <laughs> you know, then it shows a picture that she drew of Chase. Yeah. Where she said, sometimes for prey to live, its predator must die. Mm. And in the hollowed out area, he pulls out the mm, shell, shell necklace. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Revealing that this whole time, Kaya killed Chase. She did it. She, she did, did it, it y'all. <laughs> and you know what? She had every 
You know what? Of course, because she, see, she said she wasn't going to live in fear. And you're not going to get that last punch. She also said sometimes for prey to live, its yep. predator must die. Oh, sure did. That's right. Oh. So she handled her biz. Okay. She was by herself. She was protecting mm-hmm. herself. She did what she had to do. Mm-hmm. But it's crazy that only Kaya and Tate, they literally go pretty much going to go to their graves. Mm-hmm. Only them two knowing the truth. And it was just so crazy how, like, even with him pulling out the, the red necklace, like, in that moment, I was just like, oh, my, like, I, I was just wondering, what would I feel like in that moment? Knowing that my spouse went through our whole life right. together with this secret. <laughs> That's crazy. That was crazy. Oh, it was so good. But that yes. was the movie, y'all. That, that, that was it up. Yeah, that was Where the Crawdads Sing. Um, mm-hmm. Wonderful, wonderful movie. If y'all still want to see it after listening to the podcast, then go see it because the visuals are still dope. And if you saw it before, hopefully oh, yeah. we described it just like you saw it. Oh, right, right. <laughs> Did we get it right, y'all? Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's all we have for this week's episode. So go see Where the Crawdads Sing for yourself if you haven't already. And we love to hear from our listeners. So email us um, any of your thoughts or movie suggestions and, you know, that y'all want to see featured on the show. Thank you for listening to our show. So So that's that's what what happens. happens. (laughs) Join us next week as we unpack the movie Antebellum. Ooh, okay. All right. Until then, it's it's a wrap. wrap.